Sex and labor trafficking is widespread, but research shows the likelihood of it increases around major events that attract large numbers of tourists. Louisville tourism officials expect more than 270,000 attendees at this weekend's Kentucky Oaks and Derby events. WFPL's race and equity reporter Yasmin Juma reports on ways to spot evidence of trafficking. She spoke with Pam Darnell, who is the president of the Family and Children's Place, a regional nonprofit that works to stop this kind of abuse. How prevalent is human trafficking in Louisville and southern Indiana? Unfortunately, it is extremely prevalent. One of the reasons Kentucky really is vulnerable to human trafficking is that we are in that corridor of the interstates I-65, 64, Interstate 75 and 71. And so a lot of human trafficking can easily flow through our state. And who are human traffickers most likely to target? In the state of Kentucky, there are many children who unfortunately fall victim. In 2021 alone, we had 312 reports of human trafficking involving almost 400 child victims. And if that weren't bad enough, that is a 50% increase in the number of reports of human trafficking involving children compared to 2020, and a 61% increase in the number of kids and youth. And of course, that's just the reported incidents. These kinds of things are highly underreported. Also, the overwhelming majority of child victims are involved in sex trafficking in Kentucky. Almost all of them except for about 30 cases. Are there any possible trafficking-related indicators that people should be aware of? Some of the indicators can be if there is a possibility of having a conversation with someone that there might be a concern, if that person appears to be very uh, rehearsed in, in how they speak or what they say, if they literally have no identification with them, if children and youth, for some reason, cannot contact their friends and family when they would like to, if children or adults even appear malnourished, maybe there are some actual signs of what appear to be physical abuse, the lack of personal possessions. There's also some concern about certain tattoos, which could even be branding that might be used on someone's neck or lower back. Now, a lot of people appreciate different tattoos. It's a form of art. So I think the thing to keep in mind is typically if we see something that makes us concerned, is there several of these indicators as opposed to maybe just honing in on one? What should people do if they suspect to have come into contact with possible victims? If someone feels that it's safe and they might want to try to casually start a conversation, that is okay. Just seeing something, maybe just making note, a mental note of what you're seeing, and then call the number of the human trafficking hotline. And how can people keep themselves and their families safe? It's really important for parents to know what their children and youth are involved in, to make sure that parents, to the best of their ability, know what their children are doing online. It's also really important for the community to understand that some children and youth don't have a caring parent. 
about 78% of the children and youth who have been impacted by human trafficking was at the hands of a family member. So it's really important that as we are in our community, we can make sure that when we see something and it just doesn't look right, make that report. You can find more of this conversation and trafficking-related resources at WFPL.org.